start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Welcome everyone to a new episode of New York Only, Brought to you by SportsMe Go download SportsMe today to battle any of the New Yorkers that are on the app Joined once again by my co-host, Salvatore. How are you? What's going on? Another day, another week to be a New York sports fan. We got a lot of negatives incoming, so uh, be on the lookout. (laughs) Uh, First start off with our favorite team, the Yankees, who unfortunately um, are out of the playoffs now. Um, We are defeated by the Rays last week. It was very sad, um, but... I think they did a lot better than a lot of people thought they were going to be. Um, Salvatore, what is your overall take of the Yankees for this season? Yeah, I mean, whenever you're talking about the Yankees and especially with the roster that they had, the expectations, the shortcomings that they've had the past couple of years, that the roster is obviously a championship caliber roster when healthy, but the problem is they just seem – to have these injury issues every single year. they The lineup got healthy by the time of the playoffs, but it probably wasn't in complete sync, and you saw that in some of the games, especially game five against the Rays. Uh, missing guys like Luis Severino and then Tommy Canley for uh, Tommy John surgeries for both. It's definitely a big blow because you saw the way the game two went down. It They were just simply ran out of pitchers. They pretty much only relied on three relievers with – Britain Green and Aroldis Chapman and obviously similar ending to last year with Chapman giving up a home run late which sealed the Yankees fate but it again it's just whenever the Yankees don't win a World Series when they have a good team people are going to consider it a failure obviously there's some positive takeaways for this from the season you know they, they signed Garrett Cole he looked great in the playoffs DJ LeMayu, who they have to sign back this offseason if they want to get to where they want to be. Won the batting title, had an amazing season. Luke Voigt led the league in home runs. So it is definitely some positive takeaways that you hope you can build on for next year. But it's definitely going to be a long off long offseason without another world without a World Series. And they'll be back next year. Hopefully they can get over that hump. Yeah, I can agree with you more. Um, and again, we don't really know how the how this team would have fared in a regular season, a regular 162 game season. This was a 60 game shortened season with no slumps were allowed, and you saw them getting hurt and slumping. So that kind of caused them to um, not advance as well. So, but I do agree with you. Cole was the perfect addition for us. We just got to get a little bit more pitching, which is a little greedy, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it's just another really good, really good caliber pitcher would be decent. And then um, we just got to surround, we, we just got to surround ourselves with LeMayhew and sign him and keep Void healthy because Void was the most consistent player. So yep. um, he, he did not get hurt. And uh, we need, you know, and we need everyone to stay healthy next year. So we'll see what happens in the offseason. Um, and in terms of the American League Championship Series, the team who beat us, the Rays, are up 3-0 against the Houston Asterix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fitting name. Uh, 
I know. I really want that. Rob Lowe sells these like asterisk hats. It's like it's like the actual Houston logo, and it has an yeah, asterisk. yeah. I've seen I've seen those. I've seen those. I seen the one with the trash can on them. Yeah, I really want to buy that. I might have to invest in that as well. I might have to invest in that eventually. Um, so with the Rays up three zero, and I think the Braves are winning this Dodgers series. Yeah, they're they're up two zero. Yeah. So, what do you expect? Who do you expect to go to the World Series? Well, I mean, as much as I hate the Rays, especially this year as a Yankee fan, the rivalry they had, the Rays dominated the Yankees this entire year. Obviously, they had some on and off field issues. But seeing them hopefully finish finishing off the Astros tonight, I think it's good for baseball. Obviously, I don't think anybody, a fan or player or member of an organization, wants the Astros to succeed this year. Obviously, we both don't. So I'm I'm pretty much obviously they're up three zero, but the Rays will make the World Series, and they're going to be a tough challenge for whoever they play. That pitching is very very good, and it's very deep. And you look on the other side, the Dodgers, who seem like a pretty much lock to make the World Series coming out of the National League, is down two zero, and the Braves have a really deep lineup and their young pitchers, Ian Anderson and um, Ian Anderson and uh, drawing a blank. Max Freed, sorry, Max Freed. They have been absolutely unstoppable. They've been carrying them, especially with the rookie of the year runner-up last year. Another young pitcher, Mike Soroka, going down this year. They've stepped up, and that Braves team is is looking scary. So as far as it is right now, it's looking like it's going to be Rays versus Braves in the World Series, a matchup that no one really expected. If that were to happen, I would probably have to go with the Rays just because their pitching is so deep and their their lineup is proven to be good enough as well. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I hope the Rays can sweep tonight. That would be great. Um, and then I think it, if it was the Braves and the Rays, I just can't see the Rays uh, stopping because they are just the most consistent team this year and you need consistency in a shortened season. Um, so – I would have to go for Tampa. Uh, I would want Atlanta or the Dodgers to win, but I think mm-hmm. the Rays. I think the Rays yeah. got this in the bag for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to root for whoever comes out of the NL to win the World Series. But as much as I hate the Rays, like I said before, it's it's a it, it's a it's a pretty big accomplishment what they're doing with the low payroll, small market. They don't have many familiar faces on their team where you can you know, that are recognizable. Like they don't have a, a Mike Trout or an Aaron Judge or, or a player like of that stature. And for them to be so analytically sound and play amazing defense and pitch well and just use their strategies to their strength is is something that we haven't seen in a while. And if they do actually go on to win the World Series, I think it'll be a turning point for baseball and you'll see a lot of other organizations try and emulate that strategy to a certain extent it's uh it's kind of like a money ball-esque yeah type of thing uh, which it could be more successful than the than the oakland a's mm -hmm. billy bean era where it turned into a book and turned into a movie (laughs) (laughs) good movie at least it's not that bad of a movie at all yeah and then uh (laughs) um yeah so it's very interesting to see how the rays with the lowest payroll and smallest market how they can they can overcome money and 
TV rights and all that stuff to win <laughs> to win everything. So we'll see what happens to that. Um, so switching gears, talk a little bit about some football, some, some NFL. Uh, broke last night. Le'Veon Bell has been cut by the Jets. Uh, <laughs> New York New York sports news just doesn't get better. It's just a laughing stock at this point. Uh, Salvatore, as a Jets fan, what was your initial reaction? I was actually with Salvatore. We were in a meeting, and then the news broke. Yeah. <laughs> what was your what was your reaction at that time? I yeah, it's, I think it's pretty much the same as any other miserable Jet fan. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, we signed him last year, knowing that yeah, he had he took the year off due to issues he had with the Steelers. People knew. I mean, at least it was a general consensus that Le'Veon Bell was a really, really good running back. But the problem simply remains that the Jets cannot build a great team around great players. And the coaching has just been absolutely atrocious. Adam Gaze has constantly alienated players. You see that with the way they talk about his practices. Jamal Adams just simply didn't want to be here anymore. He got himself traded and, and you can honestly say that part of the reason was because of Adam Gaze and also the Jets just not paying him. But now the Jets have to pay Le'Veon Bell to play for another team. And they gave him so much money. And it's a shame that the, them just releasing Bell just summarizes the franchise within itself, how horrible it has been for these past couple of years. And it really just doesn't seem to get any better. They're they're zero and five right now, and they'll probably have a top three pick in the draft, depending on what they want to do. Who knows? They take Trevor Lawrence, so be it. But I think a lot of people believe that Sam Donald really isn't the problem in New York. It's just simply because he has no pieces around him. He has no great coach developing him, no offensive line. He has no recipe to ex- succeed. So it's you're almost just setting him up for failure. Uh. It's, that it's pretty much just how it's been, and I don't know if it's going to change unless we make some significant changes this offseason. Yeah, um, and there's not really a whole lot that you can do other than fire Adam Gase, but I don't really understand why they want to keep him and they want him to do all the play calling. Um, I think it is – I think he is the problem as well. I think a lot of people agree to that, so – I would fire Gase and I don't know. I don't, I don't even know who you would hire. Just you would hire anyone else but Gase <laughs> at this point. Uh, it can go up, honestly. Yeah. And like, and like, even when you guys hired him, I was still a little like skeptical. I was like, why are you hiring this guy? Just because of his previous success, but it wasn't his own success. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, People used to say like he was an offensive genius or whatever. He got the <laughs> offense to the playoffs once, and he just so happened to be the offensive coordinator, Q, or QB, uh, developmental coach with Peyton Manning of whole people. So right, which Peyton Manning clearly needed. Obviously, we are uh, obviously we're realizing how much he really had to do in both of those situations. <laughs> he had a lot of development to do with Peyton Manning, <laughs> and even just that press conference. Like, do you remember his eyes? Yeah, oh, yeah. Out of his head, it, it it just seems so weird. Uh, I I don't I don't. I'm not saying. I it just it it was just weird from the start. I'm not I'm not saying because of his his eyes, obviously, but it just gave me a bad vibe, like vibe, like you said. 
No, it was a it was a very strange press. It was a very strange press conference. It just made no sense. What? And then, yeah, I mean, records are showing that he's not producing. So, and I don't think it's Flacco or Darnold's fault. And Flacco's yeah. starting again, right? Yeah, because uh, Sam's Darnold's out. So, who are you guys playing this weekend? It's almost it, – it's sad because I didn't even watch any of the Jets game last week just knowing that – You already knew what the outcome was going to be. <laughs> it would be a complete waste of time just because, you know, it's Joe Flacco starting, so you can't even watch Sam Darnold. Uh, playing Miami. Yeah, the, 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 that's the thing. I couldn't even tell you who they were playing. It's just so yeah, – They're playing Miami at 4 o'clock. It's just so bad that fans of like myself who are invested Jets fans grow so uninterested and just so dumb with this team as a whole. It's there, there, there's really just no point in watching them. I mean, what's what's the it's, what's the point in turning the game on and not even be not it's not even a competitive game. No, I mean, like I was literally watching the Chiefs game, the Chiefs Raiders game. The Raiders upset the Chiefs. I, I watched pretty much that entire game. Over the Jets game, and I literally have nothing to do. That was yeah, that was a lot more exciting. It was yeah, it was, it was a far more entertaining and competitive game, but yet I have no investment into that game. Like I didn't, I didn't really care who won. Right. How so, do you feel? How do you feel about the uh, the other side of uh, New York football? Doesn't really get that much better, but <laughs> the Giants are also on five. No, I mean, we did play pretty well against the Cowboys, which I was kind of yeah. shocked by. I was shocked by that. That's, that's, that's uh, true. Um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we have a better, we have a better chance of not going 0-16 than you guys. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I think, you know, we're playing Washington this week, so – I think if if this is the game to get our first win, it is that game, hundred percent. So um, I think I think we should be fine. I think we will win this game. Um, I like Daniel Jones because of his completion percentage is amazing. It's just the only thing that he needs to do is he just can't fumble the ball and he can't turn it over, <laughs> and that's what he he likes to do. And you know, Dallas. You know, Dallas without Dak is still you still you don't have a scrub back there. You have you have Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. He's still pretty good. I mean, Dallas paid him what eight million to yeah. do it. So I mean, hey, I mean, hey, I don't really know about that. But that whole division is just atrocious. So <laughs> um, that's the thing. The Giants love it. The Giants love it. Technically, uh, a chance just because. No team in that division seems to be on track right now. No, no. Um, we do have a chance, even if we are 0-5. I think if we win two games, we're in the first place. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, you know, and I do like – Devontae Freeman is doing all right for us, and I kind of knew going into it when he signed. I thought he was going to be a good addition, and he has been a good addition. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not that mad by the play calling either by Joe Judge or by any of the coaching staff by Jason Garrett. Um, you know, it's just very – it's a very interesting staff. 
it's a very it's a very interesting coaching staff that we have um but i don't really mind i don't really mind garrett calling the calling the plays and mentoring jones or anything yeah you just gotta see what happens with uh with this team on sunday against washington so yeah because if you look at obviously the giants offense struggled the season and i mean you're all, you're you lost Saquon Barkley, right? You have a second year quarterback. You don't have a great offensive line. It, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to score points. It's the same. It, it's a, maybe not as bad, but it's a similar situation to the Jets. But you guys did put thirty four points. Granted, the Cowboys defense isn't the best, but you did score thirty four points last week. So maybe it's a step in the right direction. Obviously, Jason Garrett he coached a really high powered offense last year with the Dallas Cowboys. They we're on top of the leaderboards in almost every single offensive stat category. So I think it's definitely a work in progress. You know, I have a first year coach, Jason Carrot, first year as the offensive coordinator, working with a second year quarterback without his best player. So I think there are some takeaways that you could look forward to next season with the Giants. And honestly, this is just a year for both football teams to see who they believe can be impactful within the next couple of years. It's almost like a tryout if you really think about it. None of these teams are really going to go anywhere. So you just have to try and see which players you think can help you going forward. No, this team is not. Both of these teams are not going anywhere. And uh, I see them getting the first and second pick. Yeah. Be pretty. That's the only about the only thing that will be exciting for New York football is – During that, the draft. Is it, is it, is it, <laughs> for the draft. Because – Yep. It's putting up a lot of content for the draft and all. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of battles on, on, on sports me. Which New York team is going to get Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Which team is going to get the second pick? It's, it's such an interesting development because both of these teams drafted quarterbacks within the last three years within the top 10 and yeah. top them as the future of the franchise. And now you have both of those teams who haven't even won a game and you have possibly the best quarterback prospect in recent memory this year with Trevor Lawrence sitting there. So it's for both of these teams, it's pretty much do you change course and just go for Trevor Lawrence and just go for it? Or do you stay the course and just hope that either Donald or Jones are the guy you can trust and it's just the team and the personnel around you. That's the problem. Yeah. I saw something that uh, Darnold, can't even get traded for a first round pick anymore. No, yeah, I did, I did which, see that. Which is it's very concerning if you're. It is. If you're going to draft Lawrence and then you get a few seconds or a second and a third for, for Sam. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I or, you, or, or you put Sam as a backup. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think if they were to go Trevor Lawrence, I think they would have to trade Donald just because. You don't, I don't think you keep a young quarterback to sit behind another young quarterback like that. You're going to turn into a Josh Rosen? I, that's what I was just, that's what I was getting to. Like the Cardinals gambled and you could say it worked. Obviously, Kyler Murray has been pretty good. It did. Yeah, it, 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 it 100% worked. I shouldn't say it. You could say it worked. It 100% worked. But I guess you could follow the precedent of the Cardinals saying you admit that you 
went the wrong like you you're just going the other direction but I don't know I'm not sure if the Jets or the Giants are really sold on moving on from Donald or Joan Jet I guess we have a lot of season left but as of right now I think you can make arguments that they still deserve time to try and prove themselves to the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just a wrecking, it's just a wreck show. And uh, oh, man. Um, Definitely makes your mind spin thinking about. Thinking about the Jets engaged. Okay. Everything else. Um, yeah. So. Unfortunately, there isn't more to talk about just simply because it's just been bad, bad, and worse for New York. Extremely sport. negative. So we're going to leave on one more note. I'm going to have a, a prediction. Um, do you see if – do you see either the Jets or Giants getting their first win this weekend? I would say if I had to pick one, probably – the Giants. The Giants played really competitive last week against the Cowboys, and they go up against the Redskins this week, who I don't think are all that either. So, And the Giants are also home, so I think the Giants can pull out a win definitely against the Dolphins, uh, the, Dolph- the Redskins, and the Jets go up against the Dolphins this week, and the Dolphins – played their best game of the year against the 49ers. They they literally blew them out. It was probably the biggest upset of the week. For sure. So, and the Jets, not too long ago, got blown out by that same 49ers team. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Dolphins are in a better spot than the Jets right now, and I think they will they will probably beat the Jets this week. I would yeah, – I just can't see the Jets winning a game, especially with Joe Flacco. And not, nothing against them, but – He's clearly over the hill, and it's just not – the Jets are just not – it doesn't seem even seem like they're trying to win games at this point. They haven't had a competitive game all year. Right, and for me, I'd have to go for the Giants winning Sunday against Washington. Um, I think they I think they have a more likely chance to win. Just exactly what you said, you know, with Miami, how they put up – 40 plus points against the 49ers. Um, they look amazing. They're on fire right now. So I don't think the Jets will have an answer for them. So, and I've go, go for the Giants. Hopefully they can get the first win against the Washington football team. Mm. Still funny to say, but uh, <laughs> um, it's almost like I want the Giants to win, kind of just so the Jets get a higher pick. Just so then, so then the Jets can get Trevor Lawrence. I know it, that's like that's always a weird conversation. Like, do you do you just want to tank and and just try to get the number one pick, or or do you want to just try to get wins? You know. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the Jets' case, I, the Jets case, I really don't think they should win it. I don't think they should win the game for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> that is true. So. That's going to wrap it up on this very sombering podcast, <laughs> New York only. It's oh, always- guys. Hopefully, hopefully we can be less depressing. So- it's always, it's always, it's always going to be depressing unless a football team gets a win. Yeah. So I appreciate self coming back as being a co-host going down with sports me. 
um, battle any of the New Yorkers or battle, battle anybody else that we have on the app. So please go download Sports Me. Um, this has been New York only weekly content. And uh, yeah, follow us on all socials. All right, later, guys. Up to you, New 